Parshas Mishpatim begins with the halachas of Eved Ivri. And it's a parsha that has many, many different dinim, many different mitzvahs in, the, in, in Mishpatim. And sort of the uh, question that sort of comes out at you when you look at so many mitzvahs, and Vela Mishpatim, here we have the introduction to what this parsha is all about, and Kisikna Eved Ivri, when you buy an Eved Ivri, so Simcha is sort of bothered, like, why would the Torah see fit to, to choose of all the myriad mitzvahs that we have in this parsha, many that sort of are uplifting, many that give very positive messages, the message of Eved Ivri is a little bit somewhat uh, negative or uh, cloudy because it's about a situation where a man was forced into slavery, stole something he needed to uh, to be sold into slavery. It's not a very uh, glorified and, uh, and sort of, a, you know, positive type of, of situation. It's sort of a negative situation. Why would Torah begin the official introduction to the mitzvahs of the Torah, Ve'ila Mishpatim, here it is. I'm going to set it before you on, on a table with the idea of the Eved Ivri. And Rasimcha Zizel says a beautiful idea, and I think it's certainly something that we, as parents, as educators, uh, have to really keep in mind. I think somehow we tend to maybe lose this message and maybe move in a different direction. And he says that HaKadosh Baruch is trying to tell us his mentality. And he's telling us his mentality, his thought process, in order for us to adopt our thought process to, to his. And basically the message is that you might think, well, this is not a very comfortable discussion to have. This is a case of an evidentiary. And why is he an evidentiary? He's an evidentiary because he owes money, doesn't have money to pay back, so he had to sell himself to become an evidentiary. Uh, this is the kind of fellow you would naturally think does not belong in the headlines of the Jewish news. We're going to put him in the back pages somewhere in some little article. A Jew needed to sell himself, and this is what you have to do to you know, treat him a certain way. But we're not going to put this on the headlines, are we? And the Kodesh Baruch Hu says, oh, yes, we are. Because clearly this is a Jew in trouble. This is a Jew whose situation isn't as fortunate as others. He was forced to to uh, sell himself because of the fact that he stole, because he got into this very difficult predicament. And, and now he, he, we, need to, we need to know how to treat him. But I want you to understand, says, says Reb Simcha Zizel, in explaining the Torah, that I put this as a high priority because every Jew matters. And the Jew that doesn't rise to the top, isn't in, at the top of the class, isn't a superstar student that maybe you think, you know, we're not going to focus on him because he's not the star, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, no, no, no. I view it typically as a parent does, and a good parent. Namely, that when a good parent, uh, you, a, parent a family might be blessed with ten children, and nine might be superstars, but if there's that one child who's forlorn, there's one child who's confused, one child who's maybe uh, drifting away from, from the derech, and what is a natural response of, of that parent? The natural response is, I've got nine superstars, but one difficult child, my mind's on the difficult child. My, my, my focus and my thoughts all day is, what can I do to bring that one child back? But you have nine others. Well, but a parent says, They're all, they all matter to me. They're all important. And if I have to fight for every single one, and I'm going to tell you the laws to make sure that we can bring every single child back, like we're trying to bring this Jew back. That's why this Jew gets treated in a very special way. 
He gets treated in a way better than Mass has to treat his, uh, his own family. And, and because we are looking to find a way to connect to this individual, to bring him back to, into the fold and into proper activity. We seem to be trending in a, in a little bit of a different direction. I think we sometimes feel that the, the kid that's not making it and so, somehow, you know, we sort of dismiss it and we put him on the back burners or her on the back burners. We don't put as much energy, as much effort. We sometimes feel, okay, listen, you can't win them all. And these are children that too often get left by the wayside. Schools don't seem to really be focused on accommodating them. And I'm not judging schools because uh, they're going to say we have limited resources, we have limited manpower, we can't be everything to everybody, and I sort of get that. But there still needs to be feeling from a parent and from a school. We have to do whatever we can. Let's find the best way. Let's put this child under a, a... under a microscope, not in terms of judging Chassashon, but what can we do for him? What are his needs? What can she do? What, what can we do for this young lady or this young boy to make sure that we can keep them close to Klai Yisrael? That needs to be a parent's attitude. needs to be a school's attitude. needs to be Klai Yisrael's attitude. We can develop this more collectively amongst all of us that every single Jew matters. We're not going to sort of be comfortable letting some statistical group fall by the wayside, but Hashem will be able to catch everyone in that net of being part of the of the uh, group called Shomitar Mitzvahs, the group that's connected to uh, to, to Klai Yisrael as a people, and that's Chus Hakadosh Baruch Hu. See, we're doing the right thing. We're caring about, about every Jew, and that's Chus Lo to be a Shemeshach Mehemim.